Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to our Daily Power Prayer Podcast. We hope these few moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in our Creator, live every day in God's Word, and inspire your family, your friends, and community to live for Jesus. Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T., and this is the best day of our life because God is in control. Our affirmation for today is we are excited, we are blessed, we are grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We believe in John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let me say this, to believe in Jesus is to trust in his word and follow his instructions. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and forgive us of our sins and renew a right spirit within us. May the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight. In you we live and have our being. Keep us in the shadow of your presence because we trust in you. Father, we forgive those who trespass against us today. We are dressed for the battle being clothed in the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, our feet are ready for the gospel of peace, taking up the shield of faith and wearing the helmet of salvation and carrying the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Today, we stand in the gap for our family, our friends, our community, and our nation, as we declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Blessings and power be to our God, who is king of the universe. We ha- you have sanctified us with your commandments and commanded us to immerse ourselves in your word. We call on Jehovah Rapha, our healer, who heals us of all our diseases. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, who has satisfied us with good things. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation counsel power and might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass. Teach us your ways. We plead the blood of Jesus over every unclean and perverse thought that comes from the pain of our past as we declare again that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In Jesus' name, amen. Our reading for today is Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Let me begin with a quote by Dieter Uchtdorf. I rejoice in the fact that Christ is not dead, but risen from the grave. He lives and he has returned to earth to restore his authority and gospel to man. He has given us the perfect example of the kind of men and women we should be. I believe this quote is relevant to our text for today. As we seek to answer the question, how do we rejoice in a crisis? How do you and I rejoice in a crisis? I believe the writer gives us the how to. The first thing we must do is walk in the fruits of the Spirit. The second thing we must do is to keep calm. And the last thing we will learn is that we must let go and let God. Just hang tight. I'll get to that momentarily. But for now, let me refresh your memory. A few weeks ago, I shared a message on, Do you know what season it is? From Leviticus 23, verses 1 and 2. 
when the Lord said to Moses, speak to the, speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed festivals, the appointed festivals of the Lord, which you are to proclaim as a sacred assembly. Nineteen days ago, we celebrated the Feast of Trumpets. Ten days later, we acknowledged the Day of Atonement by prayer and supplication. And tonight we will rejoice as we are in the latter days or the fifth day of the Feast of Tabernacle, where the children of Israel were commanded to celebrate for seven days after they had harvested their crops. The Feast of Tabernacle is a time of rejoicing because God had delivered his people from Egypt. Now, when you really study the timeline of God's appointed feast, there was a time from Joshua to Ezra in which Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacle, was not celebrated. When you have some time, read the book of Nehemiah chapter 8. It is at this point where Ezra, the priest, read the Torah to the children of Israel, and they began to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacle again as God had commanded Moses. Let us rejoice in the fact that Jesus is not dead, but lives. He was with the children of Israel then, and he is with us today. As I was reading Nehemiah, I wondered why the Feast of Tabernacle was silenced. Could they have experienced a pandemic, an economic downturn, redistricting, propaganda, voter suppression, and became so frustrated that they forgot that God had instructed them to remember the victory of deliverance and rejoice. I'm glad that the Apostle Paul reminds the church at Philippi to rejoice in the Lord always. See, Paul makes this reference from Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 11 through 14. In that chapter, the Lord is speaking to Moses and explaining the appointed feast of of the Lord. This leads us to the first answer we are given on how do we rejoice in a crisis. In verse 5, we are told to let our gentleness be evident to all. In other words, or in the words of Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high. As believers of the resurrection, we must walk by the Spirit and produce the fruits of God's character. We know what they are, They are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. This leads us to the second thing we are instructed to do. Listen to verse 6. Do not be anxious about nothing, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The one thing that keeps me calm in any situation is prayer. When I spend time in God's word, I realize I am spending time in his presence and he reveals the plan, the path, and the answer to any situation that I may encounter. Now, the last thing we must do is to let go and let God. Listen as I read verse 7. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. In order for us to experience the peace of God, we must be willing to let go and let God. I will close with this. The Feast of Tabernacle is a time of rejoicing to remember our own exit from slavery. Just as Ezra spoke these words to the children of Israel, I will speak them to you. Do not mourn, weep, feel sorry, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Let's pause from a word from our sponsor. 
Let us pray. Most gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity to share your word. We ask that the Holy Spirit would continue to write your word upon the tables of our heart, that you would bring those things which must come to pass, and we would understand your perfect will in our lives. Blessed are you, the King of the universe, who has given us the word of truth, Jesus, our Messiah. We know that heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. Therefore, do not remember the sins of our youth or our transgressions. Forgive us. Continue to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Let us drink from the living water and eat from the bread of life. May your will be done according to your loving kindness and tender mercies. Remember that you are the God of our salvation. Therefore, instruct sinners in the way, because you are good and just. Set everlasting life in our midst. Blessed are you, O Lord, giver of the word, king of the universe. In Jesus' name, amen. The blood still works. Our God is faithful. The blood of Jesus is working in our favor. We trust only in our God. If we obey his commandments, then no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The blood still works. If we obey his words, we will eat the good of the land. The blood still works. Jesus bore our infirmities and healed us of all our diseases. The blood still works. Fear must submit to our faith in Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. The blood still works. The kingdom of heaven lives in us because the blood still works. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. Remember John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Peace and blessings in the matchless name of Jesus.